2: Oh my God, it gets so hot here. That's why I love 007 Air. They keep me warm in the winter and very cool in the summer. Go to coolingvegas.com right now, coolingvegas.com. For residential or business, they do it all. Go to coolingvegas.com right now, coolingvegas.com. With a 10% discount for first responders, go to coolingvegas.com, coolingvegas.com.
1: 007 Air, licensed to chill. The
0: thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers.
1: They were there when history was made. Racem Tour is a storyteller. Welcome to the Sports Racem Tours.
0: And with two out, you talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for
1: the win. Yes, LeBron James and the buzzer. The Sports Racem Tours dusts off the great American art of storytelling from the players. Coaches, media, the people who were
3: there. One right down the line. It may go. So go crazy, folks. Go so crazy. It's a home
4: run. Go so crazy.
1: Now here's
5: Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Sports Rockin' Tours, a show that presents the observations, recollections, and memories of a select group of storytellers who represent the past half-century or so of American sports. Last week, you met Buffalo Bill Hall of Fame offensive lineman Billy Shaw. Today, we'll continue that conversation with Billy, one of the most popular players to ever wear a Bill's uniform. Also on today's show, you'll meet a very popular Las Vegas entertainer who prides himself as one of the Buffalo Bill's biggest fans – Frankie Shinta is his name, and he hails from Buffalo and will tell us his favorite place to get a great pregame meal and more. But, you you know, know, I think about the guys like those old AFL guys. You know, again, different time. Those guys were tough. I mean, really tough. And guy would go down, get beat, be out there on the next series of plays. It's just, I guess that's a different mindset now, too. The, the, things just evolve, right? It's one of those things where things change. Time goes. They wanted to get more scoring in the game. You change the rules a little bit to encourage that, and you get more scoring.
6: Well, you know, back in our day, uh, we had 33-man teams. And now they have 56, I think it is. Yeah. And so you got you got 20 more people. Yeah, right. Know, to, right. To, so, you know, you played, uh, you were on every special team. Uh, you were a backup defensive player. I know one game that we played early in my career, uh, we played in Denver and Denver was a hard place to play because you can't breathe. Right. Uh, I played offensive guard and defensive end. Now, I don't know how Chuck did it (laughs) all those years, but, you know, you had, because of numbers, you had to have backups. And there were defensive guys that were backup offensive guys, and then there were the offensive guys that were backup defensive guys. And occasionally... You had to play.
5: <laughs> well, I look at Chuck Bednarik, and, and I, I see him those old films of him just standing there while the while the offense is coming off, the defense going on, and so forth. It's mind-boggling that somebody could do
6: that because just the endurance is crazy. I know. I have so much respect for that man. I, I never played, uh, you know, played with him or anything, but uh, he was uh, he was something else. Was
5: he at the nineteen sixty uh, the college all star game? Was he in that? Or
6: uh, you know, I don't remember. Okay, fair enough. I do. I do know that uh, the guy that I played against was uh, Kayak. Oh, okay. And and Kayak is uh, from Mississippi, and uh, he he talks. The whole game, you know, about Mississippi. And he said, Mississippi, boy, I'm going to work on you. <laughs> and my college roommate was Maxie Vaughn. And Maxie was playing outside linebacker. Uh, he was a rookie that year. And uh, had a great rookie year. And uh, he was playing uh, linebacker on my side. And uh, so... Yeah, I remember
5: that game well. Well, just a couple more things real quick. Because they call you Mr. AFL. Totally uh, makes sense to call you that. Is there anybody uh, – you, you mentioned Cookie Gilchrist. I think Houston Antoine's another. Is there any one or two other guys that you think don't get the credit just because people missed it back then? That uh, you know, I, I remember how good Art Powell was, and a lot of people don't know who Art Powell was, but he was good. <laughs> Trust me, when he yeah. was in, in his – You know, in his days, he just wasn't on a great team at that time.
6: Probably one of the best players that um, doesn't get the recognition that uh, he so deserves was a teammate in Buffalo. His name is Mike Stratton. Yeah. Mike Stratton was a linebacker. But he was one of the most intelligent players, uh, had all the physical – Ability to play linebacker, and he was really one of the leaders on our team, both on the field and off the field. Uh, Mike passed away several months ago, mm. but uh, I often think about his contribution, you know, to the game and um, how how he played. Course, he's all so so remembered for the hit uh, during that uh, sixty four championship game that he put on Keith Lincoln. Yeah. And uh, but Mike is one that comes to uh, to note real quick.
5: Wow.
6: And again when you uh, we had a defensive tackle, Tom Sestack. Yeah, I remember him and too. And Sestak was one real uh, cookie. and I very well might be in the Hall of Fame today because of having to play against him, you know, every yeah. day, particularly during uh, during spring. A couple of uh, guys
5: I want to ask you about on the Bills that I remember, a guy named Jim Dunaway. I remember he was the biggest guy I ever saw. <laughs> I just remember this guy being huge. What was he like? Yeah. I remember him.
6: Jim Jim was, uh, of course, he's a Mississippi boy too. And uh, in fact, one of my greatest honors is that uh, I got to uh, uh, participate and speak in his at his funeral, and, and that was uh, that was cool. But uh, Jim in high school was a high hurdle uh, champion. You're kidding? Oh, yeah,
4: God. he had
6: he had uh, you know he had plenty of plenty of get up and go and uh, was a very, very good uh, defensive tackle. If you had to compare who was the, the better uh, between Dunaway and Sestak, um, most people would uh, most probably pick Tom over, yeah. over Jim. But to have those two on the same team, on the same line, uh, was one of the reasons that we went so many games with without giving up a running touchdown yeah. was because of the play of the two defensive tackles.
5: And one of the guys I remember just from a personality standpoint was your old punter, Paul McGuire. Right? I mean, <laughs> he he sounds like he'd be a fun teammate. Was he? He was.
6: You never never knew where he was coming from. <laughs> uh, you know, he was a jokester. And uh, was uh, was a backup linebacker, but a really, really good punter. Uh, he he was our punter. Mm-hmm. He came to us from uh, San Diego, and uh, he could uh, he could kick football. But he uh, he had that gift. Uh, he never met a stranger. Always had a story. Uh, you know, he was he was just that way. You Mr. know Mr Wilson yeah. Mr Wilson loved him.
5: More with Billy Shaw in just a moment. Billy was an all-star in every season of his career, aside from his rookie year, and made the all AFL team in all but three of those eight All-Star seasons. Remember all of our interviews can be found on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to like Sports RACX on Facebook. We're going to offer some exciting giveaways very soon. You're listening to Sports Rockin' Tours with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network.
7: An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons the average person hundred and fifty pounds ever heard of carfentanil it's a large wild animal tranquilizer illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it it can kill the average human if you or a loved one is addicted to opiates even pain pills don't wait until it's too late call the detox and treatment helpline now we care many of us have been where you are We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 877-927-3380. 877-927-3380. That's 877-927-3380.
2: Epsilon
5: XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Learn more at elearning.epsilonxr.com.
3: Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn, but not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13
0: million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality.
3: Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties.
0: Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by
7: visiting feedingamerica.org.
2: Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
7: You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? Pet Joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-451-1439, 800-451-1439, 451 1439 That's 800-451-1439. This is
1: Sports Rockin' Tours on Talk Media Network. Now, here again, Stephen Magic.
5: You are listening to Billy Shaw, whose Bills teams earned two consecutive AFL championships in 1964 and 1965. Well, I'm glad you brought Mr. Wilson up because we'll kind of close a little on, on, on just the Buffalo community to this day seems great. And I know Buffalo they're one of the great fan bases because they love talking about this, even people that weren't born. I mean, that's how much the team was to them. You were there in the beginning, war memorial, really a crummy stadium at the time, and yet nobody wanted to play there. It was really something that could be a positive for you. Uh, what was that like?
6: Well, I, I, I'll i tell you two stories. The first story is war memorial. The seats were just a matter of feet behind our bench. You got to know the people that had season tickets that were in those seats right behind our bench. They would holler out. We'd go play a game, come out on the field, be sitting on the bench or around the bench. People would say, um, Billy, how's Patsy? Um, How are the kids? (laughs) You know, stuff like that. You got to know all of those people. And you looked for them. That was part of the relationship of the fan base and the team. And uh, we enjoyed playing in War Memorial Stadium because of the closeness of the people. And, um, of course, it, it was not, it was not the best uh, field to play on, particularly in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it would stay frozen. And, uh, you know, we had, a, uh, we had a system, offensive lineman. Um, you know, the field's frozen, you don't get good traction. Of course, the defense don't get good traction either. And uh, what what we did was to put um, athletic socks over our uh, shoes. We wore shoes. Uh, we didn't wear tennis shoes, but they were they were shoes without cleats. And um, we would uh, we would put socks over there and that would grab to the icy condition and we had good footing and nobody ever figured that out. <laughs> and, um, uh, Eddie Abramowski, our trainer, uh, was, was the guy that came up with that. And, uh, war Memorial was a, a fun place for me, was a fun place to play. Uh, because of the closeness of the people, if you were the fifth person in the shower, you got cold water. <laughs>
4: um,
6: in the visitor side, if you were the first person, you got you got cold water. <laughs> but it was uh, people that came in to play us. They hated it, yeah, and couldn't wait to get out.
5: Which is and great. A <laughs> time,
6: yeah, a lot of times they didn't play their best ball game because. They had it in their mind that that wasn't a good field to play on. So, <laughs> but uh, let, let me tell you my my uh, Mr. Wilson story. Okay. 1963. I don't know exactly what I was making, but it was somewhere around thirteen dollars or $14,000 in 1963. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, my dad and I were trying to buy a machine shop and a steel fab business in uh, Natchez, Mississippi. My dad—well, uh, the the machine shop had been started by my my grandfather, and uh, when he died, he left. Uh, uh, two-thirds or two-fifths, two-fifths of the business to my dad. So there were three-fifths that were out there to an uncle uh, and a cousin. And we were trying to buy that three, three-fifths three and get control of the business. We came up uh, $5,000 short. So <clears throat> I called Mr. Wilson told him what I was trying to do and that I wanted to borrow $5,000 mm-hmm. and that the only way that I could pay it back is, uh, you know, through my salary for the next year. And he says, well, send me a business plan. Stephen, I'd never written a business plan, Yeah, but I had at Georgia tech, I had studied, you know, that, that.
4: Yeah.
6: And uh, so I did a business plan. He called me back and he sent me $5,000. And uh, he said, uh, interest free. Oh. Pay me back when you finish your career. Well, that was 63. I finished my career in 69 and uh, they did a, a retirement deal, you know, announcement uh, in Buffalo, and Mr. Wilson was there, and I had written him a $5,000 check, gave it to him, he tore it up, and says, I got my, I got my payment in full. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, they don't do things like that today.
5: No, you know, he's he's a big part of it. I mean, people talk about and rightfully so, they talk a lot about Lamar Hunt and Bud Adams. But Ralph Ralph Wilson was a really important piece of that puzzle that got the AFL through. It's guys like that that really allowed that to happen and, and to let the league become as great as it is. It's really, I think it's the greatest story in all of sports history in terms of you know kind of a coming in as a rival league and uh, hanging in there and getting fully integrated instead of just we will take two or three of your top teams.
6: Yeah. Well, Mr. Wilson was uh, he was a good man. We uh, you know, what people don't don't realize is the impact that um, a season has on the family. The wives, the wives are left out in left field most of the time. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. Wilson was uh, was really, really a nice lady. To uh, convert all of the wives together, and uh, all the wives from back in those days are very appreciative of uh, of Mrs. Wilson, as well as the guys are Mr. Wilson. So it yeah. was a it was a good 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 relationship.
5: Well, in a moment, more with Buffalo Bill Hall of Fame guard Billy Shaw, who was both a great pass blocker and a powerful run blocker and was known for his ability on short yardage scoring plays. And remember, make sure to like Sports RACX on Facebook. We're going to be giving away some really exciting things very soon. You're listening to Sports Rockin' Tours with Stephen Manji nationwide on the Talk Media Network.
9: And now, another Film Rental Discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Roger is a man of intelligence and verbal acuity. As a child, his sister called him Roger Dodger for his mental abilities and the sharp wit that consistently got him into and out of trouble. Roger's in advertising. He makes it his job to make people feel miserable about themselves, their cars, and the clothes they wear. No one buys feeling good about their current condition, he says. I make them realize how miserable they are. His girlfriend and boss is his mental equal, but their affair is now over on her terms, not something that Roger is used to. Roger's conflicted 16-year-old nephew, Nick, a young Jesse Eisenberg, shows up, having heard that his uncle is a ladies' man. Eager to become a man, Nick asks questions only a man can answer. Roger as mentor is scary to behold as he takes Nick out on the town with moral turpitude as a goal and a black heart to share. Roger Dodger is a tightly woven social satire with intricate dialogue and cynical observation of the game between the sexes. Men will blanch and women will be furious with Roger, but this cautionary tale of a despicable man is rewarding as wry and honest observation. Indie Film Minute, not in theaters, discovery through rental.
7: Did you know there are realtors who'll sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-948-6826 948 6826 Again, that's 800-948-6826
5: When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas Insider, every week What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right?
3: That is the case. (laughs) Yes.
5: You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com.
3: You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and called TripAmigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels. Plus, rental cars and vacation packages. Visit family, friends, or go on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with TripAmigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there. Call TripAmigo now and mention the travel code AMIGO and save even more.
7: Call TripAmigo now. 800 772 4165. 800 772 4165. 800 772 4165. That's 800
1: 772 4165. Welcome back to Sports Rock and Tours. Here again is Stephen Maggi.
5: Welcome back to Sports Rock and Tours. You are listening to Billy Shaw, who, after his retirement in 1969, was named a starter on the all-time All-AFL team. Well, you're a big part of not only Buffalo Bill history or AFL history, but really of the game itself. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I do have to close on one thing, and I, because every married man can appreciate what you've gone through. There's a thing in the Hall of Fame called the the Billy Shaw rule, you forgot to mention your wife. And, you know, it's funny because I told my wife that. She's like, oh, she's like, I don't know who I feel sorry for. Her wife sitting there or him once he found out he forgot it.
6: Well, that happened. You know, there, there's another story beside that. But anyway, back in our day, we had uh, 10 minutes to uh, give our acceptance speech. And uh, I had practiced and practiced and practiced. And uh, I was within the 10 minutes in my practice sessions. And they gave us, and I didn't know they were going to do this, but they gave us uh, on the podium was a, uh, a, a traffic light.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: A little bitty had a, a red light, yellow light, green light. And at nine minutes, the green light was on when you started. And then at nine minutes and 30 seconds, the yellow light came on. And uh, then at 10 minutes, the red light came on. And they went to commercial. And that was, you you had 10 minutes. Well, I was about three quarters through, and the yellow light came on, and I panicked. Right. Right, I panicked and I got because I hadn't done any of my family, and um, so I started with the girls, and um, you know my light red light came on and I shut it down, and I didn't get to my wife, <laughs> so I didn't realize it. I thought I had I thought I had yeah. done everything. And uh, so I turned around and went and sat down. Looked at the family, and two of my daughters were standing up, cutting their throat with their with their hands. <laughs> and immediately I knew something was wrong. And they pointed to Patsy. And um, golly, <laughs> uh, long commercial. So I get up off of my seat, go to the end of the uh, podium or the platform, get on my knees and, you know, take my hands and say I'm sorry to her. And, uh, you know, that was that was the end of it. And on the way back to my seat, Eric Dickerson was next uh, to be inducted. And he says, "What's going on?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, I screwed up, Eric. I forgot my wife." <laughs> and uh, he took three minutes of his ten minutes thanking her.
5: How great! That is great. Good boy. It makes me really like Derek Dickerson even more. That is a wonderful. Oh, he—he's
6: <laughs> he's my favorite Hall of Famer.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Did your wife get a kick out of it? You know, to have well, that happen.
6: It, it comes up every week somewhere. It, you know, yeah. somebody brings that up. Yeah. And so, yeah, now, uh, well, a month ago, June the 18th, we celebrated 61 years. And so we made it through it. Anyway. Yeah,
5: that's fantastic. Well, I mean, you really had a storybook life when I look at it. I mean, you played with yeah. one team, you're associated with it. It's what you're one of those guys. Every now and then I'll run into one of the you know most people that we we talk to all the old guys and most of them had some people that liked them, a few that didn't. And so you're one of those few, and there's a handful of them where everybody has nothing but nice things to say. So well, it's been a good life for you.
6: <laughs> yeah, it has, really has.
5: What are you yeah. up to these days? Just relaxing, or what? What are you? You know, you're down in the south, and uh, do you, yeah, do you get out and watch much football at all, or what?
6: i um I, I well let me tell you a quick story. I have a grandson uh, that played high school ball and uh, he was five foot uh, uh, five foot eleven weighed two hundred and thirty pounds. He was a center he did not get recruited by any d one schools and uh, he signed with uh, Carson Newman, which is, which is a small D 2 school in Tennessee, and um, played some as a freshman, and he just had decided that he, uh, he could play uh, better football. Mm-hmm. He transferred to Western Carolina. Mm-hmm. He uh, uh, set out the first year for eligibility reasons. And then he started 33 straight games. Terrific. Made uh, all-conference uh, his junior and senior year. And all he's ever wanted to do is coach. Hmm. So he graduated in 2015. He was a volunteer coach at uh, Western Carolina 2016. 2017, Saban hired him as a GA at Alabama.
5: Wow! How great is and that? And they
6: they won the national championship.
5: Wow! Yeah.
6: And from that experience, he got six job offers. Uh, he took the head offensive line job at Tennessee Tech, and he was there for the uh, eighteen and nineteen season. The offensive coordinator at Tennessee Tech uh, got the head job at Gardner Webb University, and he took Jake with him to Gardner Webb. COVID was 2020. They played four games, and um, in May of this year, he gets a phone call from Ole Miss. And they hire him as the head offensive line uh, coach at Ole Miss. He's 28 years old.
5: Oh, that is terrific! You know what's yeah. great about that? Jake is an example to kids that first of all, you probably could be better as even as a player if you put your mind to it. But the fact that he could get into a, a career path that's just so difficult, and he did it so quickly, you got to be a proud grandpa. You really well, do.
6: I am, and uh, Anthony Munoz took him under his wing, invited him into an offensive line camp, and that's where he met, uh, you know, some of the uh, coaches um, in uh, in big D one ball, and uh, that's how that's how the Alabama thing came about, anyway. We're going to keep an eye on so, his career.
5: He's going to be a head coach somewhere in no time. <laughs>
6: <This> well, <rate. laughs> I don't about no time, but at some point in time, that's what he wants to do. But uh, he's at he's at Ole Miss. Now
5: well, that's great, and, and yeah. you you can go see him, right? I mean, you're not. You, oh yeah, yeah, you're not too far from there. So
6: <laughs> I'm six I'm six hours from my door to his door.
5: Not bad, not bad at yeah. all.
6: I but, can be there.
5: Well, Billy Shaw, thank you so much. We'll have to do this again. This was so much fun. The time flew by. I'd love to talk with you some more. So thank you so much. I really enjoyed
6: it. Thanks, Stephen.
5: Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home. And I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is baseball cards and bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310-534-4180. You're listening to Sports Rockin' Tours with Stephen Magie, coast-to-coast on the Talk Media Network.
7: Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories.
3: I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested.
7: Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264. 800-213-9264. 800-213-9264. Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264. You're listening to
1: Sports Rockin' Tour. Now, here again is Stephen Maggi.
5: Being a Bills fan is nothing new for the people of Buffalo. It seems like anybody that grows up in western New York stays a Bills fan for life. And one of those fans is one of Las Vegas' favorite acts. His name is Frankie Shinta, and he shares his love for his favorite team and city.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage
7: the showman. Mr. Frankie Shinta. Hey, everybody, let's have some fun. You only
10: live once, and when you're dead, you're down. Another
5: good time. Our good good friend Frankie Shinta is back with us, the great entertainer from Las Vegas. If you've heard some of our interviews from the past, you know he's actually from Buffalo, New York, and grew up, as I think almost everybody in Buffalo, as a bills fan. Now Frankie, was that true? How, how soon did you start becoming a fan of the bills?
10: Uh, right out of the womb. <laughs> my, my father had a uh, my father had a Bill's uniform on and his uh, receivers glove in his hand. <laughs> no I I've loved the bills since I was a little kid. I mean and then of course in the days of Jim Kelly, you know I met Jim Kelly before he came to the NFL. I was performing in Akron, Ohio. This big guy walks up to me and goes, Hey, man, uh, loved your show. We're going to stay for the second show. Would you mind coming to meet my mom and dad and my brothers? My name is Jim Kelly. Uh, I'm going to be playing for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm kind of giggled, like, yeah, okay. (laughs) He was with the USFL at the time. Right. And he was coming to the Buffalo Bills. So we befriended him. We exchanged numbers and... Jim and I became friends back then. And then of course when he did come to Buffalo, the glory that he brought to the Bills was was unmatched. And you know, for the first time in my life in a long time, I feel that I feel that excitement again with this kid Josh Allen.
5: You know, nowadays in the NFL, you don't win without a top quarterback. So yeah, Allen is uh making people feel pretty good about the chances for the Bills this year.
10: Yeah, he really is. And you know what I love about him? He's so humble, and he's such a nice young guy. And he's just, I love that about him. I'm pretentious. And to see that in an athlete these days is so, it's a beautiful thing.
5: But I want to get a feel for what it's like, because you're the perfect guy for us to talk to, because you're a great entertainer, you love food and stuff. So right off the bat, for people that are going there, maybe they're going to go to their first Bills game, or they're going to move there, whatever. Where do you tell them, like, where's a place to go to get a pregame meal in Buffalo?
10: In Buffalo, New York? Yep. Well, I'll tell you what. Lenovo Pizzeria. Lenovo, L-A, capital N-O-V-A, it's right on West Ferry Street, New Hampshire, on the west side of Buffalo. If you're going to the game, you got to pass this place. It's only a couple blocks off Niagara Street when you're headed to Lackawanna toward Orchard Park, and the best barbecue wings on the planet. It's just great. Of course, in Buffalo, you can tailgate, too. That's another thing I loved about Buffalo. In fact, I was at the game of the greatest comeback. You remember that game,
5: right? I do. That was against the Houston Oilers. Yeah, that was a big
10: deal. That was huge. So halfway through the game, we're losing by a big lot. And it's freezing rain. When I tell you freezing rain, it was freezing as it hit you. So I tell my brother, I'm going. My friend had a motorhome. I'm going to the motorhome. I'll start cooking the sausage. I'm not going to sit out here and freeze because we had homemade sausage. And my brother, my sister's husband, they're all going, just wait. Just wait till one play after the halftime. So I did. Of course, there was an interception. The Bills get scored on again. Now I'm really aggravated. Just (laughs) wait. Just wait. All of a sudden, we started to come back. And then we started to come back. Then we scored. Then we scored. I'll tell you what. There were people literally crying in the stands, hugging each other. It went from freezing rain to love, a heat that couldn't be matched. And I'm so glad that I was alive then and at that very game that day when you, that happened. You know, it is
5: something, there are memories like that. I have some memories of Raider games that I think every fan. Across the country can always remember, and you're probably right. For the Bills, that probably was the greatest victory they ever had. I mean, that or the AFL championship, which was way before your time. But you know, you mentioned something I want to talk to you about, and that was Italian sausages. And you know, good Italians, the Shinta family understands what is it about sausages that are so special, and I think they're so great for those tailgate parties.
10: Well, you know, sausage is such a, a universal. You can have it in a bun. You can pick it up when it's a little cold and eat it like a pretzel. (laughs) I mean, it's just great. You can cut it up in pieces and have it with pasta. I mean, it's just a great. Great. And the Sicilian style has parsley and uh, pecorino romano cheese in it. And when it's made right, the cheese just oozes out of the sausage when you bite into it. And there's nothing like it, man. It's just... There's, it's just it brings you to another place, and you know we use fennel seed or fennel powder. So for some people, they don't like the seeds because you know us old us old Italians. <laughs> some of us have diverticulitis, so we don't like the seeds. So we use uh, we use fennel powder, which is great because it spreads out evenly through all the sausage. And every Sicilian has their own recipe, and they won't share it with nobody. Yeah, but you know, we do because we love each other.
5: You know Phil Villapiano was kind of a good friend of the shows and he was on and he, you know of course he's an Oakland Raider from way back but he loved his four years in Buffalo and he said the Italian food that he told me goes, the thing you'd like about it Stephen is there's a lot of good Italian sauces cooking all over that town. Was that true? Did you grow up with that smell in the in the walls is so wonderful in those Italian big Italian yes. families?
10: Absolutely. You didn't walk into my mother's house or my grandmother's house without something on the stove. And you could bring, I mean, like if one person showed up for, you know, when I went to my friend's house, they, they were cooking for six people. There were six potatoes and six, you know, whatever they were eating at my house, it was a dozen potatoes for four people because if 10 other people showed up, there was going to be enough food for them or 20 people. That's how my mother cooked. And you know what? It's amazing. That's how my wife to this day cooks. Wow! She cooks for an army. But we do have an army. Now I got six. I have seven grandbabies. Six of them live in Vegas. And we all practically eat together almost every night. So there's always 10 or 12 people at my house almost every single night for dinner.
5: You know, that's how Italians show love, I think, though, because we all remember those great those great meals. And just there's always the one thing I loved about I had a lot of Italian friends growing up and everybody had something on the stove. It's just
10: one of those things. You never went there and didn't have something. And it was always good. Right. And you couldn't walk into my dad's house, you know, or my mom, you know, the same house, obviously. You couldn't walk in there without my father emptying out the refrigerator on the table. Want a little sandwich? And I remember my my drummer, Pete O'Donnell, Irish kid from South Buffalo, he would go, no, I'm really not hungry, Mr. Shinta. Yeah, I just have a little something. And my father would take out 20 pounds of cold cuts. And, you know, when my father made a sandwich, it was four inches thick. So, of course, you know, by the time you look at it being made and you could smell all those cold cuts, you're going, oh, yeah, I'll... I'll have another one.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well, you know, that tradition, because you left home at, to become a star, and you went all over the, the world, really, was especially when you think of Buffalo Bills football, was that always a part of your life? Was that something that you try to find where the game was on or try to keep at least keep track of where they were in the
10: standings? Every single place I went, even when they were doing terrible, I always watched them because there was a love. There was a connection. There a loyalty to that team. You know, you suffered with them. You, you cheered with them. You celebrated with them. So it was like, it was like a family, you know, like, like your own family. When they do well, you're with them. When they, they're not doing well, you, you pray for them and you know, you go, okay, maybe next year, (laughs) you know how many years we've been saying maybe next year, (laughs) but I really feel this might be it. And when we moved to Vegas, I remember going to Johnny max and we've been going to Johnny max on the, uh, in Henderson to watch the bills games. And he's got Buffalo style pizza. He's got beef on weck. He's got great chicken wings. And we would go down there and watch the bills games of like 10 of us. And all I'd have to do is go, Hey, Johnny, it's Frankie Shinta. Could I get a table? You got it. How many? I go, 10 of us done. I'll put you right up front. And you know, it's beautiful things like that, that make you feel so good. And he's a Buffalo boy and you know, Buffalo people never forget their people and it's just a great it's just a great place to be from. It really is. It's been great talking to you, man. And go Buffalo, and I pray for the Buffalo Sabres that they have a good season. I love my Golden Knights, but my heart belongs to my Buffalo Bills forever.
5: Follow us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure to like Sports RACX on Facebook. We're going to offer some exciting giveaways soon. Thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Manchin.
1: I am a non-attorney
5: spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've
6: had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message.
7: that's 800-430-4505. Want to be a movie
1: producer? Faith Wins is an exciting new screenplay. It's a rags to riches, back to rags, back to riches, onward to redemption story. Written by longtime comedy greats, Rich Natoli and John Pate, Faith Wins is the feel good story of the year with proceeds of the film to benefit homeless people and homeless animals in Las Vegas. But we need your help to get the movie made. Go to GoFundMe.com and type in Faith Wins in the search box. GoFundMe.com and type Faith Wins in the search box. Homelessness is a big, big problem in the US. Let's put the spotlight where it belongs and make a real difference together. Go to gofundme.com and type faith wins in the search box. We can do this because faith wins.
8: Wake up and text, text and eat, Mm -mm. text and catch the bus.
5: KSHP shows are now available on all the major podcasting platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Radiohead, and more. Simply search for KSHP on any of the major platforms and you can listen to past episodes of all your favorite KSHP programs, including sports rock and tours.